What if there was a different way to live and work? Beyond the hustle and hype. Beyond the never-ending race to get more, do more, be more. A way that's grounded, intuitive, intentional, and in line with your deepest, truest self. You're listening to Wellpreneur with me, your host, Amanda Cook. Together, we'll explore nature-based personal growth for high-achieving women. I invite you to plant your feet on the earth, slow down, tune in, and get ready to create a life of meaning and magic. Hello, and welcome to episode 65 of the Wellpreneur podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Cook, and I'd just like to say welcome to June, woohoo, and thank you so much for joining me today and taking time out of your busy life to spend a little time with me. So today we're talking about a really juicy topic, the myth of leaving your day job. That seems like the holy grail, doesn't it? I remember when I was in my corporate career, I was 100% focused on getting to a point where I could quit my job because I thought everything would be perfect. Once I could quit my job, I'd have so much time, I'd get so much done, I'd have so much less stress. Does this sound familiar? So I'm going to break it down today based on my own experience and also what I've learned from all these interviews that I've done over the past couple of weeks with you guys, with people out in the community, because you might be surprised at what I've uncovered. So this is the last episode I'm recording in my office in London for a while because I'm off on a month of travel, which is really exciting. So for the month of June, I'm going to be going back home to New Hampshire, where I'm from, and also Minnesota and Iowa. So I'm wondering, are any of you in any of these locations? You know, I never hear from people from New Hampshire. The interviews I was doing over the past couple of weeks, I was actually contacted by somebody from New Hampshire, which was so cool. There's got to be entrepreneurs in New Hampshire and Minnesota and Iowa, right? So give me a shout out. Tweet me on Twitter or send me a little message. I'd love to connect with you and hear what you're up to. So I've just got myself some new equipment. I got a little portable USB mic that I can take with my laptop. And I also got this little external audio recorder called a Zoom H2N. And my plan is to record the next episodes as I'm traveling. So hopefully I'll meet some interesting people that I can connect with, maybe do some interviews, or at least just share how I'm handling my wellness business and my own business on the road. And of course, continue to provide you with like tips and advice and all the great stuff we do every week. So it's going to be a bit of a test and my poor audio editor is probably going to be a bit stressed out because I'll just be sending him updates in real time with not too much turnaround. But that's okay. Let's just see how it goes. It should be fun. So if you're in New Hampshire, Minnesota or Iowa, definitely get in touch. Oh, the other thing I'm doing that's going to be quite fun is I'm running my new beta program, which I talked about in the last episode that I've been doing the interviews for. And at this point, it's almost full. But by the time you listen to this, it'll be full and just getting started. And I'm going to be running that while I'm on the move also. So freedom and location independence is something that is one of my really core values and how I'm structuring my business. You know, I do travel quite a bit anyway, but this is a really extended trip. And I've got a big program, a new program that's starting for the first time just while I'm traveling. So I think it'll be a really interesting experience just to really take my business on the road. So something else, the reason I'm going to Iowa actually is because we've got a, a big family reunion there this summer. And so to prepare for this family reunion, I've been digging through a bunch of genealogy information 
So both of my grandmothers on both sides of my family were really into genealogy. So I'm really lucky that I've got these huge binders of information on this research that they've done before the internet, which just boggles my mind how they put this information together. Because as I've been trying to go through and update it, I can just literally Google and go search these archives online to find people's birth certificates or the census. And they, I guess, had to write away or anyway, much more difficult. I'm very thankful again for the internet. But just one thing I wanted to share in all of this genealogy research I've been doing, I'm really interested in the ancestors that came from Europe, because I guess like a lot of Americans, I'm kind of a blend of European ancestry. So there's like Germans and English and French and Irish and everyone kind of mingled together in the U.S. to produce me. And I think especially because I'm, you know, an American that then has relocated to Europe, I'm quite interested in this. So I started digging into the Irish side of my family and I found the original ancestor that came over in the 1800s and and came over to the U.S. And this is incredible. So things were not very good in Ireland in the middle of the 1800s. And this guy, my great, great, great grandfather, was like 22 years old. And he and his sister, who was 19, literally just got on the ship by themselves and came over to America. And it's really funny. I found the actual passenger manifest and they list his, so his occupation was like laborer because he worked on a farm. Her occupation was spinster, which I found kind of funny to be 19 and be a spinster, right? But can you imagine? They just took off to have a better life, came over to America. And then, I don't know, did they know anyone? There was no other family here. Maybe there was other people from their village and really had to try to carve out a life for themselves, make some money, buy some land. They eventually got married and he bought a farm and it all worked out really well for them. But to me, I think what hit home for me is that what we're all doing in starting our own businesses is trying to make our lives better for ourselves and our families. We're trying to start a new life, carve out a new existence, move away from your identity of what you've been and become this entrepreneur and make a new life for yourself. And I just felt such enormous gratitude that we can just do this on the internet. (laughs) We don't have to move to another country. We don't have to leave our friends and family and never see them again. We don't have to like risk this huge life-changing thing. All we have to do is spend our time, our time in the evenings and the weekends or during the day, whatever time you can carve out, you can start moving forward to making that new life for yourself. And it can dramatically change your life and the life of your family. So I don't know. I was just feeling intensely grateful for that. And it's been really, really illuminating doing this research. So just wanted to share that and just to help us put everything in perspective and be appreciative a bit of what amazing opportunities we've got today with the internet. So something else you might have noticed is that we've got new podcast artwork. And I've changed the name a bit of the podcast to the Wellpreneur podcast instead of Wellpreneur Online. So I'd love to hear what you think about the new artwork. You can just tweet me and let me know. And the last thing before we jump into our major subject today is reviews. So I've just checked my iTunes reviews again, and we've got a new one from Jody. And Jody says, this podcast is a breath of fresh air. I just caught the episode on spring cleaning your website and I got hooked. I love Amanda's style of creating visual images to explain her points. I didn't even know I did that. Thank you, Jody. Great tips on how to approach reviewing your website. So thank you so much for that review. And I was taking a look through the reviews. So I've got reviews from the US, the UK, Australia, and Canada, which is great. Thank you so much, everybody that's left a review. But I know there's people out there listening in other countries because I've heard from you. I know there's other people around Europe that are listening at least. 
and also people in the Middle East that are listening and also people in Hong Kong and Singapore that are listening. So if you're out there and you're in another country, not the US, UK, Canada or Australia, leave me a review. I would love that. I've got this little dashboard where I can see by country who's left reviews. And right now the US is in the lead with 35 reviews and the UK is behind with 17 reviews. But if you're in another country, I'd love it if you'd hop over to iTunes, search for the Wellpreneur podcast, and then leave me a review and I'll probably read it on air. Okay, so for the past couple of weeks, I've been doing this series of interviews with people in my community. And the idea was I was just going to interview you about where you are in your wellness business, where you're feeling stuck or frustrated, where you need the most help. And then I'm going to take all of those trends and put them into this beta Wellpreneur incubator program that I'm running this summer. So I've been talking to so many of you, which was just awesome. Thank you so much for taking your time. You know, I sit here in my office alone recording this, looking at my microphone and my computer screen. And of course, like we all communicate by on social media and in comments and emails. But it was really great to talk to so many of you in part, well, virtually, right, over Skype in such a short period of time. It was really great for me. So thanks for taking the time. I also learned a ton about what you actually need, which has given me lots of ideas, not just for my beta program, but also for upcoming podcasts. And you would be surprised at how many similarities there are in what you're struggling with. And one thing that came up over and over again was this sense of not having enough time to do what you want in your wellness business and also not knowing how to take the best advantage of the time you have. You know, some people were saying, well, I've got children, so I've only got a couple hours in the evening that I can work on my business. Or people will say, I've got a really stressful job and I don't know how to make the most of that time that I have to really move my business forward. And one thing that came up a lot was this talking about leaving your day job. So I heard so many people say almost apologetically when I asked them, you know, can you tell me a bit about your business and, and where you are with it right now? People would say, oh, well, I've still got a full-time job, but, you know, I'm trying to do this health coaching thing. Almost apologetically. And now to me, that strikes me like, oh, don't apologize for what you're doing. But I remember because I was there. I used to do the exact same thing. And I remember, so if you don't know, I worked for 12 years in computer software. I've got a technical background. And then I, I moved into consulting and then sales and marketing in tech companies. And I worked in the US and then I worked in Paris. And then I worked also in tech companies here in London when I first moved here. And as soon as I got this idea of starting my own business, I was 100% fixated on quitting my job. So I was like a crazy person. I was listening to podcasts on my commute because I had a really long commute, which was awesome. So I just listened to podcasts. I had this notebook. I was filling it up with notes. Sometimes I'd take my laptop, my personal laptop with me to work. And during lunch, I'd go to Starbucks and sit there and work on my business during my lunch break. I was just like every single second, I was just so focused on how can I make this successful so I can quit my day job. And even nights and weekends, I mean, I was just, I think to the, you know, in a way it's good because it was really motivating and it, it caused me to get a lot done. But I was completely focused on this idea that once I could quit my day job, everything would be better. 
You know, I'd suddenly, I wouldn't be miserable. I wouldn't feel like I was selling out. I wouldn't be like having this horrible commute. I would have so much less stress. I'd have all this time. I would get incredible results because I'd have all this time to spend on my business. Like this huge rosy picture of what life was going to be like if I could just leave my day job. And I actually heard that from a lot of you that that's kind of your expectation too. Now, I don't want to downplay leaving your day job because actually that to me was a hugely momentous occasion in my life. And I just felt so incredibly proud and just thrilled that I'd finally hit that milestone. And that is definitely something to really, you know, if you're at that point, that is fantastic. And that is something to be celebrated. However, after the little nice rosy glow of that wears off, reality sets in and maybe it's not everything. It's not all that it was cracked up to be, right? It might kind of not quite meet your expectations of this fabulous, amazing life once you've freed yourself from the chains of your day job. So I wanted to talk today about a few of the myths, and I've picked out four myths about leaving your day job and kind of dive into those in my own experience. So the first one, I'll have so much less stress when I leave my day job. When I was chatting with people during these interviews, I had several people tell me that they're actually having heart palpitations from the stress of working their jobs and trying to do their businesses on the side. You know, I get that. A lot of people said they're not sleeping well or they're waking up during the night or they just feel like they have to work all the time and they're not having time for their husbands or wives or families. So I get that. And I also, having come from a job that was quite stressful, I know it's hard to be in a job where you're fully consumed in it during the day and then you get home and you're exhausted, but you need to find some more creative energy to put forward into your own business. That is hard. I'm not downplaying how hard that is. It is really tiring. But to be honest, stress doesn't just go away when you leave your day job. Yeah, you don't have a boss breathing down your neck anymore. And that was fantastic for me. But the stress just changes. I think it's a personal thing. If you're a person that tends to get stressed out, and I've typically been kind of a stressy person, I tend to worry and stress about things, that doesn't go away when you leave your day job. I'm so sorry to tell you that. I wish someone had had told me that. I don't even know if I would have believed them before I left my job. The stress just shifts onto something else. So when you're in your day job, you're stressed out because you don't have, you don't feel like you have a lot of time and you've got all this pressure from this boss. And also there's this inherent stress from having to spend your time and energy on something that doesn't really align with your true self and what you want to do and your passion, right? And I know I was there. That is stressful. However, when you quit your day job and you're suddenly working for yourself, the stress shifts. Maybe not right away. There's usually this lovely honeymoon period. I don't remember how long mine was, probably a couple of months before that started to set in. But at some point, you start to face these other stresses. So the one big one that comes up when you quit your day job tends to be money. Now, depending on how much you've saved before you've quit your day job, you might have a few months, you might even have a year. I gave myself a year of savings so that I could quit my job. But at some point, no matter how much you have saved, it really starts to hit home that, you know what, you don't have a recurring salary coming into your bank account every month and your savings account is starting to dwindle. Even when you have revenue coming in, if you're not making as much as you did in your previous job, you're going to start possibly to see your bank account going down. And that kind of stress is just a different kind of horrible stress than working in a day job. So I'd say the good thing about working in a day job is that you don't have that money stress. So in a way, although you feel like you don't have a lot of time to work on your business, 
you've got time in the sense of you don't have to think, oh my gosh, how am I going to pay my mortgage or my rent this month if I don't find another client? Because that kind of stress, that kind of money stress, I found makes you make bad decisions because you start just chasing the money. So instead of thinking strategically about your business and where you want to go and what's the right thing to do, you're just thinking, where can I make a quick buck? So you're maybe selling services that you don't really want to provide. You're working with clients that aren't a good fit. You're working for a lot less money than what you're actually worth. And the other thing, unfortunately, is you start to feel a bit and sound a bit desperate because you you kind of are, you just need income to come in and people can sense that. So that can actually detract from you being able to find more clients. So I totally am busting the myth that you'll have less stress when you quit your day job. In my experience, the stress just shifts onto something else if you're that kind of person that's, that stresses out. So if you're in your day job, appreciate the fact, I know there's lots of things you won't like about it, but appreciate the fact that you've got the time and space because you don't have that money pressure to really create the business how you want it and let it to grow organically so that it's at the point that when you're quitting your day job, you've already got some revenue coming in through your business. Okay, myth number two about quitting your day job. I'll get so much more done when I quit my day job. Oh my gosh, I'm gonna have so much time. I can do this much in my one hour in the evening. Just imagine how much I'll do in my eight hours a day. (laughs) This one I heard so many times during my interviews. And I just know from my entrepreneurial friends as well, it sounds logical, right? If you've normally got like one hour to work on your business and now you've got eight hours to work on your business, you're gonna get eight times more stuff done. But do you know what? In my experience and my experience with my friends and my clients, this is just not true. And it's because you suddenly go from having a super structured timetable where you've only got an hour to get something done to suddenly you've got almost infinite time It's completely unstructured and you've got no boss or anybody checking in on you to make sure you're getting stuff done. You've probably heard that quote that if you want something done, give it to a busy person because if you have a limited amount of time, you tend to get really focused and just super productive and just crank it out and get that one thing that you need to have done done. And what happens is when you've suddenly got eight hours in your day or more, right? Because it's not just an eight hour workday, it's all the time. You've got no job to go to. So your job is just your life. Suddenly you can find yourself either totally procrastinating. So just putting off doing work. Some people do that and put off doing work and instead do household chores or clean their desk, organize their office. Has anyone done this? Or the worst one is like just spending time on social media, pretending you're being productive, but you're actually not. So that's one type of person. The type of person that I am is I just work, 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 work. I get tons of stuff done, but you can get a lot of stuff done that's not actually delivering results. So I spent loads of time on social media. I would update all my social media profiles. I would spend loads of time on my website, like running all the website updates or updating the copy on the pages or updating the graphics so that they're more consistent. None of this stuff is bringing in revenue. So depending on what type of person you are, you might find that you actually just never get around to doing work or that you're doing tons of work all the time, but that you're not actually focused on what's really productive. So to be honest, if you've got clarity and a clear plan, and what I found in these interviews is that's really the important key. You've got to know where you're going. You've got to write that down and post it someplace that you're going to see it so that you know what you're working on. 
And if you do that, you actually don't need a huge amount of time to make real success in your business and start to get some real traction. The thing is to use whatever time you have really productively. Okay, myth number three, I'm gonna have so much freedom when I quit my job. Is this true? Now, yes, to a certain extent, yes, you do have a lot more freedom and that is probably the number one thing I've loved about leaving my corporate job. There's nobody to say, oh, have you clocked in at 8.30 in the morning? Or did you take more than your one hour lunch break? Or if you're just not feeling up to it one day, or if the weather is gorgeous, to just be able to take off and go do your own thing. That is amazing and it is freedom and it's incredible. And probably one of my favorite things is when I look out my window and it's just a beautiful day and I just think, you know what, I'm just going to go sit outside for an hour in the sunshine. Because here in England, you know, we don't have tons of sunshine, so you've got to seize the moment when it happens. So just when I go out and sit by the river or sit in the park, in the sun, in the middle of the workday, that's when I'm really, really thankful that I've created this type of life and business for myself. However, one thing that I learned when I first quit my job is that when you suddenly have no structure to your day, you can work all the time. And I found that there was a lot of guilt around giving myself any time off. Like, At what point are you allowing yourself to clock out and to stop working, especially if you're not making your income or your client goals? So say you haven't brought in any money this month. Well, what happens? Do you give yourself, are you going to allow yourself to have the day off? Or are you going to be like the worst boss in the world and just make yourself work and work and work and work and work until you start to drive, bring in that revenue or whatever your goal was for that month? So although you do have freedom, I find that we ourselves can actually be our worst bosses because we just have super high expectations for ourselves and we never allow ourselves the time to take time off or the time to play, or we never set those parameters for our day to say, you know what, I'm not going to check my email until 9 or 10 a.m. And then at 6 p.m., I'm going to stop working and have the evening free for fun. And we don't do that always. So you've got to be really careful when you quit your day job that you'll have so much freedom, but are you going to allow yourself to experience that freedom? Okay, and myth number four, I'll be so much happier when I quit my day job, right? Just imagine not having to work and spend your energy at this thing that you're not passionate about. You'll be so much happier. Well, that isn't always the case, actually, unfortunately, and it really depends on your personality. I've talked to lots of entrepreneurs that have quit their day jobs and then really struggle with loneliness. So running your online business, depending on how you structure it, you could spend a lot of time alone in front of your computer, and that doesn't work for everyone. Now, you don't have to do that. You can get out, you can go to networking events, you can be chatting with clients and partners on the phone or over Skype. You can do joint ventures, you can be working on like group type projects. But a lot of people just quit their jobs and then suddenly find themselves alone in their offices all day. And that really doesn't work for a lot of people. Now, for me, I'm really good at being alone. I really need a lot of alone time. I'm just actually totally happy working alone for several days on end, actually. So for me, it really works. But for a lot of my clients, it doesn't, especially when you just have that need for social interaction. You no longer have like the the coworkers to chat with. You've no longer got the other people on your project team. So just think about that. And like I said, there's definitely ways to structure your own business so that you're doing joint ventures, you're doing partnerships, you're talking to clients, you're working with a virtual team to get that social interaction. But, But that can be really hard when you're first, you know, getting started on your own. The other thing is you might start to struggle with this sense of self-worth. 
So depending on what your previous job was, it might have been quite prestigious. Like I used to love saying, oh, well, I manage partnerships for all of Europe and Africa and I travel all the time and it sounded really fancy. And that I didn't realize until I quit was some way tied up in my self-worth. Like I felt, I don't know, I liked telling people about that job because it felt important and fancy and prestigious. And then suddenly when you quit your job, especially if you are just working for yourself and if you don't have a great way to express what you're doing, if you're like, oh, you know, I'm a health coach, how do you say it, right? (laughs) Are you saying it in a way that you're kind of feeling like insecure about it because you know you don't have that many clients and maybe everybody else can tell that and anyway, nobody knows what a health coach is. And (laughs) so just in the way you introduce yourself, that can actually start to affect your happiness because it affects your self-worth. And again, this is totally something that can be overcome because there's different ways you can introduce yourself and talk about what you do. And it's just kind of owning what you do and building up that self-confidence. But that's something that a lot of people that have just quit their day jobs start to struggle with. Okay, so let's just recap the myth of quitting your day job. One, I'll have so much less stress. I'll get so much more done. I'll have so much more freedom. And also I'll be so much happier. These things can sort of be true, But actually, in a lot of cases, they're just not really true. In the end, I found it comes down to you. Wherever you go, there you are. And you've probably heard the expression, same devil, different level. I think that's the expression. The basic idea is if you're a stressy person, if you're somebody that procrastinates, you're probably still going to experience those same conditions and those same feelings when you're working for yourself. It's not just your day job that's contributing to all of this. Those feelings just shift onto something in your own business. So I just want to leave you with this thought that yes, leaving your day job is awesome. It was one of the major milestones in my life. And I felt so happy and grateful and proud when that moment came around. But if you're still in your day job, I don't want you to be having this, like the grass is always greener philosophy that everything's going to be perfect when you leave your day job, because you're still going to face challenges that are just slightly different. So the important thing for this week to take away is wherever you are, just appreciate where you are in your journey right now. And no matter what conditions you're working under, no matter how busy you are in your life or how much time you have to spend on your business or not, look at the positive angles of that. If you've got your day job, you don't have that money pressure, right? That is awesome. You've got time and space to actually build your business organically. So just take a moment this week to be grateful and appreciate wherever you are right now, you're in the right place for you. And as long as you just keep taking steps, you're going to get to where you want to go. So I would love to hear from you now. I'd love to hear your experience. Have you quit your day job and you found some of this to be true? I'd love to know. Or actually, are you still in your day job? What are you struggling with? And do you have some of these myths and misconceptions about what your life is going to be like when you've finally been able to quit your day job? So I'd love to hear from you. So if you hop over to my website, wellpreneuronline.com slash blog, you'll see on the right-hand side, there's this little black rectangle that says, ask a question. And if you click that, you can just record your comment and then I can play it on air in the next episode, which would be really awesome. So let me know how you're doing about this whole issue of everything will be perfect and I'll have so much less stress and I'll be so much happier and have so much more freedom when I quit my day job. What has your experience been with this? I'd love to hear from you. Okay. 
Okay, well, that is about it from me this week. So I'll talk to you again next week where I'll be recording from New Hampshire with any luck. So if you have any comments on this episode, you can, like I said, hop over to wellpreneuronline.com slash blog and leave me an audio comment. You can also go to wellpreneuronline.com slash 65, which is this episode's show notes and leave a comment but below the show notes. Or you can find me on Twitter or Instagram at Vintage Amanda, and I just totally love to connect with people there. So have a fantastic week. Welcome to June. I hope you're gearing up for a great summer, those of you in the Northern Hemisphere at least. And thanks for spending time with me, and I'll see you back here in the next episode. Mm-hmm.